Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> we were called to hit them with the word, but not literally. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Today is Takeover Sunday. Hallelujah. Doing things not as usual. Hallelujah. Breaking out of the box. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We worship you. Tell the world that. Tell the world that. Tell the world that Jesus lives. Hallelujah. That is what God has commanded each and every one of us to do. Amen. In Matthews uh, 28, 19, 20. That's what Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Hallelujah. And he told his disciples, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Amen. Hallelujah. And because Jesus lives in us, we have that authority. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It is my honor today and privilege to be speaking to you guys uh, once more. Amen. And today what we'll be sharing with you really spoke to me. God touched me first. Amen. Before we could bring it forth. Amen. And I know that it'll speak to you guys as well today. And what God placed in our hearts today, it's not a new, you know, profound revelation, but something that dates back to the time of the disciples, amen, as we just read in Matthews, when he commissioned them to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the nations. And he, you know, he sent them forth. In essence, he sent them forth with a, with a, with a purpose, amen? He sent them forth with a purpose to evangelize, to let Jesus know I let to let the world know that Jesus lives, that Jesus saves, and that he is here to restore and renew. Amen? Hallelujah. And maybe some of us are thinking, you know, haven't we covered this? You know, we've been talking about evangelism. Haven't we done this? Because for a moment, I thought it. I said, Lord, you know, are we bringing forth what you want us to do today? Because we have been speaking about evangelism. Hallelujah. And I asked God, you got to confirm it to me. Confirm it to me, Lord, because we want to do your will. We want to be guided by you. Amen. Hallelujah. So... I was speaking to my sister one night, and she had just come from her church from sharing the word with um, the congregation. And some of the things that she was sharing with me, I said, Lord, I hear a theme. I hear similar words that you already placed in my heart, and I had jotted down. Amen? So I said, Lord, I'm taking this as, our comfor as my confirmation. Amen? And we're going to move forward with this today. Amen? Take taking over. Hallelujah. And taking over all that the Lord has already given to us. Amen? Hallelujah. So I ask that you would open up your hearts again to what God wants us to grasp on this day. He wants us to own our purpose. That is the key. We have to take ownership of the purpose that God has already destined us to do. Amen? Hallelujah. When we accepted Jesus Christ into our lives, we became his disciples, and spreading the gospel became our purpose. And what does own mean? Belonging to oneself or itself. Amen? Usually used after a possessive to emphasize the idea of ownership. Ownership. Hallelujah. The moment I realized that owning it was the key, I was, I was convicted. Amen? The Lord spoke to my heart and let me know there's more that you need to be doing. Amen? Hallelujah. And I understood that it's up to us to take over. Hallelujah. Taking over the act of seizing, seizing, amen, or arrogating authority control you see when jesus commissioned us to spread the gospel 
of, uh, of Jesus Christ, he gave us the authority to take over what rightfully belongs to the kingdom of God. Amen? He gave us that authority. Amen. Hallelujah. To spread the gospel of Jesus Christ is our purpose. Whether it's one-on-one or, the multi- or to the multitudes, this call we must answer. Each and every one of us must answer this call. Amen? To tell the world that Jesus still lives, that he still forgives, that he still restores, and he still renews. Amen? Hallelujah. And as I started, you know, thinking about this, I, was, um, I recalled Peter. And Peter understood this. He understood his call. He understood his purpose. Amen? And he owned it on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. He took ownership of his purpose that day. Hallelujah. And I want to share um, Acts 2, 1 through 4 with you. Hallelujah. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Amen. And when the people on the outside, there were people on the outside that weren't a part of this, receiving this, they couldn't understand. They said, man, there are men of Galilee, they're Galileans speaking our language. How could this be? They were amazed and they wondered, you know, what is happening? What does this mean? And then, of course, we had others that were making fun and and mocking them, thinking maybe they're just drunk. Amen. But Peter stood up that day and then he came and he said in verse uh, 14, then Peter stood up. And with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Amen. And, and I want to read just a few verses from there. It says, in the last days, and this is us people this is us hallelujah in the last days god says i will pour out my spirit on people your sons and your daughters will prophesy amen children this is you my youth our youth this is you amen your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams even on my servants both men and women i will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below. Hallelujah. This is our time. This is timely. What, what, what we're reading right here, what I'm reading to you right here, it's timely. It's for this time, for this day, and for this hour. And it's, our, it's, it's us. It's our um, choice to do it. Amen. God gives us the choice. And it's there for us. This is our destiny, our purpose. Hallelujah. And I just want to quickly move forward because he continued to share the message that God placed in his heart to the people. And he kept, you know, continued to show them or tell them about the promise that God said, you know, he would pour out his Holy Spirit throughout the world. Amen. To all those that would accept him and believe in him as Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he continued to share his message. And he ended by saying, with many other words, he warned them. And he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accept his message were baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number that day amen that day on peter when he owned his purpose he added to the kingdom of god through jesus christ using him amen on that day 300 one day it three uh, three thousand it didn't happen you know in a span of 
weeks or months or years. No, it was in one day that he was able to touch people's lives and make a difference and, and, and help them you know, come to the transformation and understanding of Jesus Christ, that he was there to save them, to rescue them, to restore them. Amen? But what if, what if Jesus, or Peter, forgive me, what if Peter had not answered that call? What would have happened if he had not? In our modern-day society, it may have happened something like this. Good morning, and praise the Lord, everybody. You all look so lovely this morning. Um, I just want to make a quick announcement. Thursday night, we're going to be out on the corner of Story and Lafayette. We're going to be praying for people. We're going to be giving out Bibles and tracts and inviting people to church. Why don't you guys come out? It'll be fun. And uh, you know our city needs us. God has put a mandate on us to spread the gospel. And there are people out there who are like you were. And they need to hear what you've got to say. So come out Thursday night, 6.30. See you there. Amen. Come see. Wednesday night. Hammered. How you doing? What's going on? Nothing. Waiting for the Nick game to come on. I hear you. You know it's the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we down 3-0 to Miami Heat, right? Yeah. I always thought maybe they named themselves the Heat because it was like affiliated with the Devils. What do you think? I don't know. Down a minute. Aren't we supposed to be doing something tonight? No, we're supposed to be watching the Nick game and eating pretzels. I don't know about that. Wait a minute. Why are we supposed to go see Tony in front of the church? Oh my God. Oh my God. Not going. Oh yes we are, we promised him we were going. Uh, no, uh, no. I'm gonna let you explain to him on Sunday why we weren't there. Well, maybe we're just not going. I'll make up a good excuse on why we can't go. I'll say that Michaela's sick. That's between you and him. Amen. I've tried to stand my ground. I've tried to understand. But I can't seem to find my faith again. Like water on the sand. Or grasping at the wind. I keep on falling short So please be my strength Please be my strength Cause I don't have any more I don't have any more
everyone. Um, I'm here to share a little bit more about myself. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Cesar. Um, before being saved, um, I was all about drinking, smoking, trying to have a good time. Um, I was in a very dark place. I was going up. I was drinking up to 12, 15 beers each day. Um, I found myself um, sometimes um, with no um, no purpose. Um, uh, I spent so many days and nights hiding in my room, just waiting, just waiting for, for something to happen. Um, uh, I went like for nights without any sleep, not knowing what was going on, trying to figure out why, um, why I was um, battling my own mind, fighting with, with my mind. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and um, back in July, um, Jenny, uh, she spoke to me about Jesus and how God changed her life. And I started developing this hunger inside of me, wanted to know more. And um, I decided to come here um, because of her. I remember the day that I was sitting there in that chair and this wonderful man right here sitting. He was um, preaching in Spanish, that's my first language. And he asked for me to come to the altar. I received our accepted Christ that day and since that day my life changed completely. I am now sober, a month, no drinks, no smoke. God loves me, he loves you too. And if you really want change in your life, if you really want to do something for your family, just believe in God, trust in God, put him first, he will change your life. And because someone answered the call to evangelize, I, I find hope in Jesus. Hey, babe. Hey, what? How you doing? Next Wednesday night. Thank you. Then again, it's hammered. 
feed the children? No, feed the husbands. So greedy. I'm greedy. I gave you your own bag. Well, I want some of yours too. You can't have none of mine. Well, yours is mine, and mine is yours. Are you calling me greedy? Yes. Okay, um, the Nick game is coming on. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yes! Let's Sanity! I can't help the feeling like we're supposed to be somewhere. Uh, yeah, here, watching TV, ABC, the Nick game, hello, don't you see? Apparently not. I wish you were that excited about evangelism. Evangelism. Oh, evangelism. Wasn't we supposed to go see Tony today at the church? Yes, we need to go. But the Nick game is on. DVR. Oh, Vámonos, ahora. Your baby blues So full of wonder Your curly cues Your contagious smile And as I watch You start to Ladies and gentlemen, Sister Zori. Hi. Hi, everybody. God bless you. Oh, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> um, they caught me off guard about two weeks ago. Um, I just want to tell you, um, I met uh, Brother Tony last year around this time. And I was actually looking for a church to call home. And I'm just happy that God put him in my path. He spoke to me. He spoke to my son. And he prayed with us. And two weeks, and about a week and a half later, I visited the church. And Sister Migdalia was um, talking about the four faces. And of course, she's the eagle. <laughs> and God touched my heart that day. I was crying. I was in tears. And I knew that this was the place where I needed to be. I visited other churches, but I didn't feel like, I just didn't feel like I belonged there. And the minute I came into this church, I felt the love of God. I felt his power, his spirit touch me. I was in a car accident in 2010. I was struck by a car on Bruckner and White Plains Road. 
and that's the second time I was hit by a car. The first time I lost my oldest brother, and this time my daughter was with me when I got struck by the car. And I thank God, by the grace of God, that he saved me. He spared my life, and he spared my life for a reason. And he spared me, and he knew that I was going to be here today speaking about this. And I'm just so grateful to him. And I love my God so much. I love him so much that I don't even know how to express how much love I feel for my God. And for the youth, you need to look for God. God wants you. And he has so much for you, for your life. And I know he's touching you right now. And I know you feel his calling. Don't wait till it's too late. Life is very short. My daughter lost a very, very close friend last week. And last week was his, his funeral service. I don't know if he was saved on time or not. But I'm always talking to my daughter and I try to speak to her friends. Look for God. Don't wait till it's too late. He saved me on time, and I feel that the second time I got struck, that, that was a calling. And I had to listen, and I promised God if he saved me, and he got me out of that one, I was going to look for him. I was going to look for a church, and I prayed that he please find a church for me. And that's when I met Brother Tony on White Plains and Story. And ever since that, that has been a blessing. God has done a lot for me and has blessed me a lot. And I know he's going to bless a lot of you also. God bless you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. As you heard some of the testimonies given today, this is true life stories. That was a video, that was a, you know, an acting uh, interpretation. But as we have heard today, we have people out in the world that do not know Christ, that do not have the hope of light, amen, that don't have the hope of glory, that we know, that we have come to know, that we have come to accept, amen, that we know the difference that he has made in our lives, amen. We know how he has impacted us and changed us for the better, amen. He has made us and completed us amen has he has complete who he has made us to be amen that's what i wanted to say he has completed what who he has already he had already created us to be amen and peter on that day he didn't stop there that wasn't the only message that he gave no he continued amen and he can continue to take over and take over lands and take over the souls for the kingdom of god amen and that is what we should be doing. We should be taking over. Hallelujah. Taking over. We need to be ready to take over the lands that God is going to give us. Taking over, take over our communities. Amen. The lost souls. All that the devil has stolen from us. It's up to us to take over. He has given us that authority. Hallelujah. And he is not just going to hand it over. The enemy is not just going to say, here, you can have it back. You can take it. No. We have to take it by force, amen, hallelujah, because he is going to give us a battle. He is going to fight us along the way. But, the, but Matthew eleven twelve says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, this is what Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and the violent take it by force, hallelujah, amen. So we have to be strong, we have to be violent people, but with God's uh, righteous anger, amen, hallelujah, so that we can take over what belongs to us, the kingdom of God, the people of God, hallelujah. How do we take over by force? 
by being prepared. If we're not prepared, we cannot take over. Hallelujah. If, we're not, if we don't know our authority in Christ, we cannot take over. Hallelujah. How do we learn our authority in Christ? Reading the word of God. Letting the word of God fill us, teach us, hallelujah, who we are in the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are never too young. Hallelujah. Youth, yes, this is for you today as well. That You are never too young. Amen. Hallelujah. At the age of 10 years old, I accepted Christ. I gave my life to Christ because I realized that I needed to verbally say, Lord Jesus, I accept you for myself. My parents can't carry me into the kingdom. Their salvation can't carry me in. I need you for myself. Hallelujah. And from that day forward, I'm not saying that I was perfect, amen, or that I always lived at 100%, but I, was, I, I always spoke and, and talked to my friends in school, amen. And yes, they considered me different, but I said, Lord, it's for your honor, your glory, amen, because you have made me a princess of your kingdom. Hallelujah. We need to be prayed up every day. So our relationship with God may grow. Hallelujah. That's how we can take over. So that when the Lord is speaking to us, when he is leading us and showing us which way to go and whom we should be speaking to, we will understand and hear his voice, recognize it, and know, okay, God, this is you guiding me right here, right now. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord has been calling us to do like never before in this season. The Lord let me sense this, and I started hearing the, Lord, the, verse, the voice of the Lord. And I said, we are in, or, or not that I said, but the Lord, you know, giving it to me i said wow lord this is the season that you have been talking to us about the harvest reaping the harvest going out there and touching i mean you know speaking to the souls and and the souls receiving amen this is it when we speak about seasons they're in increments amen right winter only lasts for a certain time summer spring and fall this season is ours right here right now the favor and the grace of god is upon the church of god and i'm not just saying ccf this is the body of christ amen but right here right now i'm speaking to ccf amen calvary christian fellowship it is our season it is our time our the favor of god his grace is over us amen at this time but it's only going to last a portion amen now is when we have to take it by force. Now is when we have to go out there and become, encourage ourselves and become bold to step out of our comfort zones, amen, and do the will of God, do the work of God, amen. And this is what God was even speaking to me because when my husband goes out, I don't go out with him because I feel uncomfortable just stepping up to people and talking to them, amen. Those are my own apprehensions, amen. But the Lord was telling me, you got to let go of the fear. Challenge yourself. Go out there because you have a word for the people that are out there that are waiting to hear specifically from you. And that's not just me. He's waiting. They're waiting specifically for you and you and you and you. Amen. It is time to answer the call of God. Hallelujah. Saul. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. You're going to give a hand clap. Give it all out to God. Hallelujah. For he is worthy. Hallelujah. I was reminded of Saul, amen? Saul persecuted the Christians before he came to know Christ, before he, his name was changed to Paul, amen? And he went after them with such a passion, with such a determination, because he had not come to know his purpose in Christ yet, amen? So for him, he did it with all he had, with all the force and violence that he had within him, he persecuted the Christians. And Christ came to him and said one day, why are you persecuting me he didn't say my people he said me because when they persecute us they're persecuting christ amen they're persecuting our heavenly father hallelujah and that day 
um, Saul, amen, was spoken to. And God guided him to someone who revealed the message of Jesus Christ to him even further. And he was able to accept Christ. And from that day forward, God used that same determination, that same passion that God had already placed within him. Because there are no coincidences in God. He was determined and passionate for a reason. He just didn't have his purpose, amen, laid out before him yet. Hallelujah. That same determination and purpose that God had already placed within him, he used for the kingdom of God. And many, many were added to the kingdom of God because of Paul. The spirit of the Lord came over him and gave him such revelations, amen. That same spirit abides in each and every one of us that have accepted Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can receive each and every day new revelation from God. We can receive who it is that we need to talk to. God can show us, amen. But we need to be prepared. That relationship with God has to be a constant thing happening each and every day so that we can recognize his voice. Hallelujah. It's a little bit hard to say this, but this is what the Lord was giving me as well. That too many of us have surrendered and forfeited our destinies. Some of us to our employers, to our place of, of work, amen. And, and don't, get me, don't misunderstand me. It is important that, as, um, that while we are here on this earth, that we earn our income, amen? We, we're here, we have to work, we have to, make our, our, um, we have to pay our bills, amen? And we have to work hard to do it. And God says, do all things unto him, amen? So we do our jobs and we do it unto him. But when it becomes, when it starts taking over our entire life, when it starts taking over um, uh, our decisions, when it comes to going out, maybe talking to someone or fellowshipping with your brother and sister one-on-one -on -one because they're in need, or when it starts taking over your time, your personal time, one-on-one -on -one with God, then there's trouble. Then there's trouble. Then we're surrendering our purpose, our divine destiny. Amen? Hallelujah. And some of us do it with our families and our friends, um, with, you know, just society um, all around. And, and, and for the youth, sometimes we do it with, um, through peer pressure, and sometimes we surrender our hopes and our dreams. We, or we, we, we um, lose our destiny into false hopes and dreams. Amen? Because it's hard. I know that it's hard in school and, and we're surrounded by other people who believe differently. Amen. But God has called you also at this time. And he is telling you that your destiny and your purpose is also to share the love of God. Because you know what God has done for you. If, if I bring Naisha up here, she can testify as well what God did for her in her life. How God had to save her. Amen. From herself. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to get into the details because that's her personal testimony. But it's a beautiful testimony. God saved her. Amen. Hallelujah. He has given her eternal life because he has, she has accepted Christ as her Savior. And now she knows she has hope. She has a hope for future. Amen. For a future that God only can provide. Amen. How Cesar was saying his life was changed and transformed because of Christ. Because that's what he can do for each and every one of us. Amen. Hallelujah. So be careful. Be careful that you're not surrendering and forfeiting your destinies. Amen. Hallelujah. When Jesus had, our our, Jesus had already had our purposes and our futures predestined for us. Amen. And today, our approach was not to um, frighten anyone. Amen. Because I know that some of the content was, you know, serious and severe. Amen. But it was to make us aware of the reality. What is the reality? That our spiritual decisions make a difference. And that, that, and that they have eternal effects. Amen. As we saw in the video, when we don't step out, when God is calling us to step out, people are lost. Amen. Their lives are impacted, impacted, and not for the better, but for the worse. Amen. Hallelujah.
whether we choose to speak to someone or not, to our family members, our friends, or even our coworkers, and even someone random that God places in our path, it will have an, eter- an, an eternal consequence. Hallelujah. So when you're going to make decisions from this day forward, remember that they make, they have eternal consequences. Amen. So today we are challenging you, challenging you to own your purpose, to answer the call, to reach out to those who are close to you and to, the, and to those that the Lord places in your path. I know that I am going to challenge myself. Amen. I'm going to challenge myself to own the Great Commission to go out there with my husband and street evangelize. Amen? Because we're going to hit it full force this summer. Hallelujah. Warm weather is coming and we're going out there and we're going to tell people that Jesus loves them, that Jesus still lives. God's not dead. He is alive. Hallelujah. And people are believing that there's no hope, that there's no future, that I have no, you know, no joy, no happiness. That's a lie from the enemy because there is joy and rejoicing in, in Christ Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. So I am going to... Come out of my comfort zone, amen? And I invite you to do the same. Come out of that comfort zone and challenge yourself this season, hallelujah, to step out and see what God is going to do through each and every one of us, hallelujah, through each and every one of you, hallelujah. It's not something I feel comfortable, as I said, but I know God is calling me to own the fact that it is part of my purpose here on earth, hallelujah. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take it a step forward, I mean further, and I'm going to take the, um, the, um, the example that the Maldonados um, gave um, a few weeks ago, amen. They went out to street evangelizing. They met up with my husband Tony, and they had Elijah with them. And I, with my own side, with my own eyes, saw Elijah handing out flyers and even saying, "Jesus loves you, amen." And in those small little words, in just that act of handing out a flyer, somebody knew that someone cared, that someone loved them, and you know, loved them enough to come out and let them know. Jesus loves you. There is hope for you today. Amen. Hallelujah. All is not lost because there is hope in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. How awesome is that? That was completely awesome. And I am proposing, um, you know, this summer to take my children as well because they are never too young to learn that, yes, Jesus loves them. Because my kids will tell you, Jesus loves me and he lives right in my heart. Amen. And they'll, they can tell you about the cross and why he died and why he resurrected. Amen. But it's not enough that they know. They need to learn also that they need to share forward, amen? Share the love of Christ with others, with their friends, amen? Because children go through some awesome things nowadays, amazing things. We would be astonished. But just to know that there is someone so powerful, so mighty, that loves them so tenderly will make a difference, amen? And tonight, well, today we challenge you to take ownership of your purpose and to start taking over. Amen. Start taking over what God has already given you. Hallelujah. And if we have any visitors today that has not yet made, made that step of faith of accepting Christ as their Lord and Savior, coming to know a friend that sticks closer than a brother, who never fails you, who never leaves your side, hallelujah, who holds you up even when the world around you is falling down, we challenge you to challenge Christ. Hallelujah. He, sa- he says, Taste me, taste me for I am good. Hallelujah. We challenge you to taste Christ today for he is good. Hallelujah. And we promise that you will see a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Our words, you know, are not coming forth empty. They are full of hope. They are real. Hallelujah. And they are real for you today. Hallelujah.